Establishing Shot. We're back again uh, for the month of May to talk about um, some things coming up here at the DeBartolo Performing Arts Center. I'm Ted Barron. I'm the executive director here at the center. I'm joined with my compadre, Ricky Herbst. Hi, Ted. Ricky, welcome. Thank you. And we have a guest, Ricky. We do. It's this wonderful. Is a, this, is wonderful. A, this is the first time since we've done this that we've had a guest, but she's been on before. She's a, a veteran of Establishing Shot. Please welcome Dr. Eileen Sheffer. Thank welcome, you. Welcome, Eileen. Um, Eileen's credentials are long, so we could actually fill the podcast with all the things that she does uh, for our community. Um, we're really lucky to have her here as part of the festival. Um, Eileen is the co-chair of the programming committee uh, for uh, the Michiana Jewish Film Festival, uh, which is um, in its seventh year this year. Um, Eileen's been really active in helping us to select films and put together a a great program of, of selections. But in addition to this, Eileen, um, I've come to know Eileen just from her many other community uh, activities. Uh, she is the uh, president of the board of directors for the South Bend Youth Symphony, who perform here at the uh, DeBartolo Performing Arts Center every year. Um, she's on the board for Stanley Clark School. Um, she's also currently um, in retirement, but still keeping herself busy as uh, the chief campaign strategist for the uh, Ronald McDonald House in Michiana. Um, what did I forget? There's more. There's always. Oh, and then you're retired from IUSB, where you I were am. for, uh, where you worked in, uh, you were you were head of development for many years, right? So, right. Um, so thank you so much for taking oh, the my time pleasure. to be here. My so, pleasure. Um, so we're, our focus today for the podcast is we're going to talk about the uh, the Jewish Film Festival. Ricky, this was your first time uh, getting involved with the Jewish Film Festival um, in terms of you know helping us to put together a program uh, and and kind of select the films and think about you know how we wanted to present the festival this year. Any any insights in terms of how that how things came together from as being the new the new kid on the block with the, <laughs> with the festival? <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because um, you do a deep dive into the world of uh, Jewish film, uh, which is sometimes tightly defined, sometimes loosely defined, uh, but you go out and you're able to see a lot of different films, and you realize when you have that many stars in the constellation, the way they're going to come together and form a film festival is much more complex than you'd expect. Um, and so it was really interesting seeing that happen by committee. Um, mm -hmm. And I always worry, you know, when we're two or more gathered, the group think will kind of take over. <laughs> but it was great actually seeing, okay, this is what... Uh, uh, people have to say on the films. Uh, people were incredibly civil. Um, I was amazed at how you know uh, that people were so wonderful at um, at putting their their thoughts out about art in a constructive way. And I really enjoyed the process. Yeah, Eileen, it hasn't always been civil. No, I was, I was, I was say, there's one, two, three, four. I felt it was like being back in Brooklyn at a family circle, <laughs> and everyone was screaming louder than the other. And I came right. home and said to my husband, "I don't know if I want to." do this. This yeah. isn't relaxing, but, <laughs> no. but it has become very civil. So we're yeah. very glad that Ricky became part of the mix when we <laughs> all behaved ourselves. Maybe he's a calming ourselves. influence. Well, well so. by the seventh kid, you stop caring in some <laughs> That's ways. Right. <laughs> That's right. But I think it's also, I mean, what I, I think we've talked about this before. And one of the things that, that, um, that, that energy, <laughs> whether, you know, however it gets manifested, um, you know, really shows a commitment from, uh, the committee members. So the committee members are, uh, Folks uh, affiliated with the Jewish Federation um, who really take the time. How many, I mean, I forget how many films. We I mean, with. we started out really with a hundred. Yeah. 
And uh, I, I do have to put a plug in for Steve Lauder, who's yeah. my co-chair, who Please really do. does much more heavy lifting than I do, and he's very IT talented. Yeah. Uh, to get all those links together that you can go in and watch this and. Uh, the good news is after you see something for three minutes, you have a feeling whether you want to see more, whether this isn't going to work or it's repetitious from something we've seen in the past. But he really worked very, very hard to give us the whole group of possibilities. And we also try to use films that were new. Mm -hmm. uh, if something is going to show up on Netflix very quickly or show up in the theater way before our festival, that's probably not the best choice of film. Yeah, it used to be, I think, it, I mean, I would say it used to be a more challenging process of selecting films because we relied primarily on DVDs, never mind, you know, how festivals, you know, used to be programmed where you maybe had to show film prints or, you know, even or evolve into VHS screeners. But um, but it used to be, you know, we'd, we'd swap DVDs around as the committee and try to make our best, uh, uh, best you know, assessments of the films, you know, before we could present them to the audience. But now with, you know, technology evolving to the point where we can just watch streaming links, and Steve, you're right, has been fantastic about organizing that and kind of making it accessible to people. Interestingly, you know, even though we have probably an older group that's selecting the films, very savvy with all of this, you know, new technology that goes into it. And I think that's, that's opened up uh, the process more. I think people feel like they have better access and maybe that's fed into why the festival, why the selection process is maybe less contentious than before, because I think people really feel like they've had an opportunity to look at and consider um, everything everything that's out there. And the committee's the right size. Uh, yeah. When I first was part of this, we probably were 15 mm -hmm. or 16 people, so consensus was very difficult. Yeah. And it's much easier when you're working with eight or nine people. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and, and also the committee, I think, is a good reflection of the community, which is, you know, the audience for this festival is that, you know, we're not, uh, we're not trying to, you know, cater this to kind of a niche audience. This is a, a you know, this festival is designed for the masses, and you know the community is a is a subset of those masses, so I think that's I think that's why we've had really good success with um, what's been selected and getting people to come out. For and it. we're a week later this year, mm -hmm. which is really better. I think we caught a lot of time when students were still into finals. Yeah. We want the Notre Dame students coming. We want the IUSB students coming. Bethel, St. Mary's. Yeah. Uh, and you, it's like Levy's right. You don't have to be Jewish to enjoy it. Sure. So. We want this to be appealing to the greater community, not just for the Jewish families in the community. Yeah. Um, I know one of the things that we do every year is we, um, we, we set up the festival. With, so each night, so it, it, the, fe the festival is scheduled for May 15th through 18th. It's a Monday through Thursday. And we show two films a night. And that's usually broken up with a dinner break. Um, and Ricky, I know we're in the works for setting up for uh, dinner, you know, food service, right? During mm -hmm. the festival. Once All again. set. All set. <laughs> so thanks to Legends at Notre Dame, mm -hmm. which will be, will be uh, uh, providing a special menu for us. Mm -hmm. um, a little with bit kosher options this year. There will be kosher options. Mm -hmm. That's which great. Which is great. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I know they've been working hard to try to, to um, you know, try to make something that works for the festival. But even if you don't have dinner from Legends, a lot of people bring coolers and mm -hmm. backpacks full of snacks. And uh, <laughs> it's, I think that aspect of the festival is one of the things that people really love because it gives people space to kind of get together and talk about the films on a regular basis. Because this is one of the, these programs where folks who come out will come out every night um, and they'll come to all of the films that we've selected, which is always really encouraging. So... 
it's 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 a nice experience that we have, and we're real proud of the partnership. And the partnership's even better this year, right, Eileen? Because we have um, the South Bend Cubs on as a sponsor. Yes, Andrew Berlin, uh, Joe Hart is president. Uh, got excited about the possibility. Andrew Berlin, who owns our South Bend Cubs, liked the idea of being the major sponsor, and of course, that's going to pay wonderful dividends for us to be able to pick different films in the future. Sometimes mm-hmm. films have a larger price tag makes it a lot easier then to do selections that are the best. Sure, sure. So maybe we should talk about what we have uh, coming up so we can let our listeners know um, what to look forward to this year. So um, I think we've got a really strong opening night this year. Um, we do. Two of, two, of the, two of the better films in our, in our lineup, I would say, uh, to kick things off. Fanny's Journey, I know we were talking about this one, Eileen, in terms of um, you know, uh, that this was a, a very popular choice among the committee members in the selection process. G-rated. Is, so, it, is it actually G-rated? Well, I th- or, or not it's rated. Like, yeah, I think I, it's recommended for all ages. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about the fact that I think it definitely appeals to... A, so a, it's the earlier one, 530, yeah. so families can come. Yeah. Uh, a 12-year-old gal that single-handedly through her, her wit and her grit is able to really save eight children leaving France during the time of uh, Nazi-occupied France. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a little bit before saying it's sort of the sound of music right. without music <laughs> of a French film, but really delightful. And, I've, and I'm going with friends uh, to that particular one, and a couple of my friends said, I don't want to go to a movie, I'm going to cry, mm-hmm. that everything isn't very heavy Holocaust-related. They so. might sniffle. A maybe bit, not. But not a, it won't be like a full. Not throw. sobbing. <laughs> right. <Okay>. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it's. I think. I, yeah. It actually captures that experience really well. And and I think that the fact that it is recommended for all ages. We were talking about the fact that this is a great film to introduce some younger viewers to what the festival has to offer and introduce them to. I mean, this is based on a, a true story. Correct. So you know, some to actually go back to those historical events. And um, my favorite one, and I know your favorite one, is the last laugh. Yeah. Um, where you take. Uh, situations that really in life are not humorous, dealing with death and concentration camps and all, but Mel Brooks doesn't know how not to be funny. Sam mm-hmm. Silverman, the same thing. And so very famous yeah. uh, Jewish comedy artists and their take. And it's a very, very enjoyable movie. And you feel guilty a little bit at the beginning for laughing at things that look a little insensitive, but I think that's how a lot of times you get through tough times. And I think they acknowledge that. I think they acknowledge that this, this is kind of, you know, how do you how do you deal with that kind of touchy material uh, in a way that's appropriate? And sometimes, in a, and sometimes it is, you know, Sarah Silverman's a perfect example of someone who's not afraid to go there and be kind of really inappropriate when, <laughs> when she needs to be. Um, Jeffrey Ross is in it, um, Gilbert Gottfried, you know, so not exactly the most, you know, uh, uh, you know, kind of polite comedians <laughs> that we're going to see. And they get takes from people who aren't comedians, you know, actual survivors as well who yeah. have input regarding, like, how they cope and how laughter is useful and yeah. when it's useful. And I think it's um, it's a good conversation piece. Yeah. Um, how we use comedy or don't use comedy uh, to think about the past and reconstruct it um, is, is very useful. I found the story I found really interesting, and I forget the actor's name. It's the French actor from Hogan's Heroes. Um, <laughs> or, he played the, or was he actually French? Yeah, he was French. Really? He, who's I didn't a, know that. He's a Holocaust survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's featured in the film. Um, and he talks about uh, he, he, he. I know because my grandfather watched Hogan's Heroes like every week. It was a big, it was big in our big in my uh, uh, you know, TV watching when I grew up. 
but he's he's got a great story that he tells in relation to all of this. Um, so then Tuesday night um, we go we go we take the sports angle. We've got on the map uh, coming up, uh, which is about um, the Israeli basketball team. Nineteen seventy seven. Yep. So documentary. Yep. And we have uh, Digger Phelps coming to introduce that. Now I'm still not clear. Digger has some connection with this, either one of the coaches or the team. Um, so I think there's a there's a kind great. of a personal insight we're going to get on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see what that is. I'm not I'm not totally clear what that is. But you know, if it's, if we're doing something basketball related, Digger comes out. So <laughs> that's that's what we get here at Notre Dame. Um, then we have um, Fever at Dawn, um, which Eileen, uh, you were talking about. This is this is a Hungarian film set at the end of the war. You said this was a film that had there been you know dating apps. Had or they whatever. been right, you know, like my daughter met her husband on eHarmony. Uh-huh. This person knew he was dying, and through letters, he doesn't want to die not being in love, not being married. Mm-hmm. He selects who his bride would be, and it's all through it's letters. So through it's very yeah. clever. Yeah. Very clever. Yeah, and moving in that. And based on a true story. Yep. Um, and then we have our foodie uh, doc, which is in search of Israeli cuisine, uh, which, you know, I, I haven't seen it all the way through, but I was fascinated by, you know, what, what I did see of it is that I was expecting just kind of a, 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 a kind of deeper insight about, you know, more traditionally or what I think of as traditionally Middle Eastern cuisine. So things that you would get in, you know, foods that you would get in Middle Eastern restaurants. But what they talk about more so is that Israeli cuisine is really defined by a, a convergence of different cultural uh, interests and, and influences. We said we should we should talk with our food people about maybe that night oh, yeah. having traditionally... Israeli foods, yeah. Persian, Lebanese, French, Italian, Russian. Yeah, trying to pick up on all that because yeah. we're going to be hungry, I think. After, will be after, and after and that's popcorn the early, won't cut it. Yeah, that's the early film. Yeah. Um, so then we have um, Who's Going to Love Me Now, which is Wednesday at 8 o'clock. So this is a documentary about an Israeli, was he a? Paratrooper. Paratrooper, okay. Um, and he's openly gay, and he um, has been living in London. And this is his about kind of his journey back to Israel to visit uh, with his family, mm-hmm. and him kind of facing some of the prejudices and struggles that he's been going through. And Jews like social causes. This would be uh, something that's a good educational film, and whether you're Orthodox, Reformed, mm-hmm. conservative. I think uh, it plays across all lines there. I think it's yeah. important to have something that is socially meaningful. Yeah, we always, I, I know when we've, when we've selected films before, and Ricky, this is, you know, again, a new process for you, but when we've been trying to find films for the festival is how do we, you know, we know there are certain films which will automatically appeal to the, to the audiences that have been coming out every year, but how do we, how do we start to look, in some, look at some new subjects and new areas and this one really stood out, not only because of what it's about, but also the way it approaches that subject. Um, I think I'm, I'm hoping we're going to see a really nice response to it. Mm-hmm. So um, and then we have Big Sonia, uh, which comes up on which was this was a late one, right? That we added to the festival wasn't. Yeah, this is the last screener. I think we did. Yeah, yeah we did so. a swap out of the film. Yeah, so this was uh, and and this I think this this along with Fanny's Journey, I remember being really high. They were kind of the top mm-hmm. rated. When we were looking at, you know, how the committee had scored the films in the festival, so um, this is a documentary film, um, May, Thursday, May eighteenth at five thirty. What is and remind me, what's Sonia's story? She's in Kansas City, um, and she owns a um, dry cleaning business yep. uh, that uh, she's built up and has a strong uh, customer base, and runs herself um, as an octogenarian or 
however old she is, and then faces questions about what to do with it, uh, how to move, um, how, what to do with her business. Um, and she herself um, is, um, I actually, I can't remember a where she, survivor. she's a Holocaust survivor. She Czech? I can't remember off the top of my head. What her ethnicity? Yeah, yeah that uh, but um, she's a Holocaust survivor, mm-hmm. and um, how uh, she is able to ruminate on that in her golden years um, is really interesting in relation. And she to- was being evicted, mm-hmm. so here she had all this service in her life early on, and now this is happening at eighty years old that she's being evicted from this cleaning and tailor shop. So uh, it's it's a nice yeah. portrait, I think of personality and and, uh, and she's got a courage. great personality so i mean she really carries i think carries she's the sort of an anti-mame kind of gal bold yeah. lipstick bright yeah. scarves but about four feet tall but, right <laughs> she's so they the, call her big sound big, big in spirit yeah five foot with the hair five foot there you go <laughs> Uh, and then we close out the festival um, with the women's balcony. And I know one of the thing, one of the reasons why we put these two films together was to give kind of a strong, uh, having a, have a really strong double bill of films about women and their experiences. So this one is set in Israel, and I'm forgetting what happens in this film because <laughs> I'm going back to you know what. Uh, well, it's a bar mitzvah mishap, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But also it talks about conservative Orthodox reformed. Mm-hmm. Women sit separately from men, and the and so a lot of things sort of go haywire there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it makes you think, yeah. And, and it's a good movie. And I think we, I think one of the reasons why this stood out too is that we wanted films that had kind of a nice balance of comedy and drama. Where you know, in the past, maybe we've gone a little heavy with some of our content. This has a, this has a, at times a lighter touch, even though there's some more serious mm-hmm. matters that get addressed within it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, should be a great year. I mean, this this is you know we've I think we've uh, I think we've got a great lineup and um, it's a great slate. And in talking to people in the community, um, you hear two things that I love to hear. Uh, one uh, that oh I haven't really seen um, any of these films around here, haven't had access to them. And two, I'm really excited to see them. Right. Um, so I think it's good that they are um, things that otherwise haven't been around South Bend. Yep. And that there's a lot of energy there. So. Should be a strong turnout, good community. And I know people, people, uh, maybe people listening worry about coming to uh, Notre Dame and parking issues. This is at a point when classes have ended, so ideally parking will be uh, a little no bit problem. easier. No, not no problem. <laughs> Less problem. <laughs> Less problem. Yeah, there we go. So a little bit easier to get to uh, get to our get to our building. So that's that's uh, that's what we've got this year it's like making sausage it's tough when you're doing it but right. at the end it comes out very nice yeah Someone it's amazing said to me sausages and kosher is that all right <laughs> well we and it is it's funny because when we you know when we're sorting through this lineup it's like how is this ever going to look cohesive and then and then when we actually look at it all together it's like this is mm-hmm. we've we've done these things of you know balancing the films and you know trying to find a mix of documentary of of feature of narrative films um, so uh, hopefully, hopefully it uh, gives people what they're looking for. And I think once someone comes in, say for Monday night, they often buy tickets for the other nights. Yeah. Once they say, "Gee, maybe I do want to come every day." Well, and it's not. And again, it's not just the films. I think it's the experience overall. It's that sense of because I know our, um, our ushers, uh, are, who are mostly volunteers, a lot of retirees in the community. They, this is when, when we ask them at the end of the year what their favorite events are that we present, this is often comes up because, um, just, I think it's, I think it's, it's an experience. It's not just, you know, presenting a film and then walking off. 
um, and just you know kind of maybe processing it on your own. There's there's a real sense of community around this um, in terms of everybody coming together to to eat, watch, you know, and talk, um, which is really great. So excellent. Well, Eileen, thank you so much um, for pleasure. taking the time. Thank you for all your work on this. Thanks to Steve, who's not here, your yes. coach here. Yes, Steve um, does a lot of heavy lifting, yeah. so I, I can't thank him enough and how lucky we are to get Ricky here at Notre Dame and working with film and the legal mind also. <laughs> we have a lawyer in the house also, so and we also we want feel to, lucky. And, we also, and I want to also acknowledge our, our friends um, at the Jewish Federation um, staff there who do incredible work to kind of pull things together and make this. And um, I want to say Megan stuff. Mancini from your staff who yep. came to a lot of the meetings and uh, very seriously watched the films also. Yeah, Megan really loved having the chance to do that, so. Great. Well, I'll see you. Um, I'll see you when the festival You'll starts. You'll see me right? at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. Uh huh. My pleasure.